1: Well, hello there, my sweet munchkins. Viewers. Hello there,
0: viewers.
1: Now, now, be nice. I am being nice and respectful. Well, there's nothing disrespectful about calling them munchkins. I'm just spreading the love. You are spreading bad breath. Did you wash your teeth this morning? No. Actually, I forgot to buy toothpaste. So there's going to be three of us today. You, me, and my lasagna with coffee breath You had lasagna for breakfast? Oh, delicious lasagna Yeah, it was fantastic I couldn't resist the smell Nor can I, obviously
0: Okay,
1: so You and us,
0: we are all aware that there have always been many mysterious stories And that many of them were never quite solved And as mysterious as it is to me how my buddy here can eat lasagna for breakfast, that is not what we are going to talk about today.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Although I have to say that my lasagna is equally interesting. I'm sure it is. But we're not here to talk about food. No, not today. In fact, my dear people, we have especially mysterious stories that will definitely get your brain in a twirl.
0: Not only that but they'll also send some chills down your spine. As many of our stories often do. So, without further ado, who will start?
1: You, good sir. Have the pleasure of starting us off today.
0: All right, then. Here we go. Grab some snacks, drinks, lay back, and enjoy. The year is 1955. The date, July 2nd, and an aeroplane, Pan American Flight 914, is scheduled to fly from New York to Miami. The flight starts off nicely, as it should, and three hours later, when it was supposed to be at its destination, it isn't. Oh, right to the point, I see. Mysterious disappearances. Indeed. That is how the story begins. So, logically, when something unfortunate as that happens, people must assume the worst. The plane is nowhere to be seen, the radars aren't picking it up, therefore, it must have crashed, right? Unless... The mystery begins. Exactly. Officially, of course, as everything was naturally searched and no remains of the plane were found, a statement was given. They said that the plane crashed, cannot be found, all 57 passengers along with four crew members are gone, and that they do not have any other info or explanations to give the public. Sounds logical, right? Oh, I think it's time for but... But, yes... But that is where the story begins and not ends. Fast forward 37 years. Whoa. Whoa is right. Fast forward 37 years, the plane appears. As in they found where it crashed? Nope. It appears the same way it was last seen, soaring through the sky and completely fine.
1: Wait, I don't get it. The plane disappears in midair and just appears flying, all cool and chill almost half a century later? Yep. That's it. Oh, okay. Continue. It appeared in Caracas, Venezuela, all
0: of the sudden and out of nowhere. The guy who was working his shift as an air traffic controller goes by the name of Juan Delacorte. So the dude is just having a nice day, drinking his coffee. Nothing out of the ordinary happens. Then, all of the sudden and completely out of nowhere, the radar picks up an airplane. Of course, he was more than confused, and he checked several times whether there was a mistake, but alas, no mistakes happened. A plane simply appeared. To make things weirder, it was obviously a very old plane. It seemed like a regular modern one up until he was able to see it for himself. Wow, creepy. Ghost plane arrives! Now, a few minutes later, the pilot addresses Juan and asks him where the aircraft is. You understand that this is not a common question, as pilots always know where they are, are visible to radars, and, of course, are online with air traffic controllers. Okay, go on. Juan, of course, gives him a straight answer and asks where the plane was headed. What he got was a detailed answer. The pilot told him they are Pan American Flight 914, headed from New York to Miami and that they have four crew
1: members as well as 57 passengers. You know, I honestly don't know how I would react in either situation. If I was a pilot emerging from thin air after 37 years, or if I was poor Juan, who's just baffled by the situation.
0: Well, Juan obviously approached the situation cautiously as nothing was adding up. He asked the pilot several questions, but everything stopped when the pilot mentioned that he was scheduled to arrive at the Miami airport at 9.55 a.m. on July 2nd, 1955. Mm-hmm. As the situation was clearly not at all right, Juan wanted to make sure that the plane landed safely before anything else strange happened. Everything was prepared, ground units were there to assist, and Juan, now a little more relaxed, asked the pilot whether he knew it was May 21st, 1992. Dun-dun-dun! Oh, that couldn't have ended well. It didn't. As soon as the pilot saw the security, he immediately started the engine again in order to fly away. No! Juan tried to stop him by reasoning with him. The dude was obviously creating a dangerous situation, but there was nothing anyone could do. The last thing anyone saw was that plane disappearing in the sky, and that was it. It was never to be seen again.
1: Oh, come on. That can't be it. Something must have happened afterwards. Some information. I mean, it's a plane. It can't just whoosh and be gone for a second time, right?
0: Think about it. Does this story sound like something you would believe in? Well, no. But still, people have obviously seen it. They've given some info. The thing is, as it turns out, there is really no proof for any of this. What do you mean? Well, the story, the one with Juan in 1992, was announced as fake. Back in 1985, a similar story was published by a magazine. The 1992 version is just the most popular one. The same story was told and published more than once, but with different details. Of course, no one is going to actually believe it after that. Ah, so I don't get it. Is it made up? Well, I don't know whether it's made up and which part of it. But now it's just an urban legend, and nothing more, since nothing was ever found or confirmed. I see. Well, that was a waste of time. Everything except one little item. Aha! I knew it! One item keeps ringing. It's a pocket calculator that in some way was left at the Caracas airport after the plane took off. It was a calendar from 1955, but still no proof of it exists. Just stories and tales told and
1: passed on. Man, what a story to be told. Indeed. You know, there are many mysteries, but most of them have some detail that keeps you guessing whether it's true or not. Something added to create confusion. This story, as intriguing as it is, ends as an urban legend without any proof whatsoever.
0: Yep, that's kind of it.
1: Okay, obviously I have to be a better storyteller today since you obviously are not in the zone. Why not? Come on, I'm disappointed in you. I expected more. I almost brought your lasagna this morning. Why didn't you? Well, like I said, I couldn't resist the smell. And I don't share food. All right, stand back. Now it's my turn to shine. So, my story is
0: bad and I don't get any lasagna? I'll think about buying you loser's lunch. Why loser's lunch? Oh, because my story's gonna win. Please, continue. Don't let the sound of my failure stop you from shining. Thank you, thank you. You've always been so
1: supportive. So my story involves a train. Which is obviously so much more interesting than an airplane. Hey, you had your chance. Don't be sour about it. Now, imagine that you're a wealthy Italian living your life and you get an offer to be one of the first passengers on a new train for free. Sounds awesome. Sure it does. But if it sounds too good to be true, it usually is. All right, I'm listening. Okay, so this train leaves from Rome. It's a lovely train. Everyone's enjoying the scenery, and they're all excited because the train is going to pass through a new tunnel through a mountain. It was kind of a big deal because it was half a mile long, which was kind of a lot at the time. The train enters this tunnel and never comes out of it. The end. Not a good joke, but creepy. Carry on. That's how the story begins. The tunnel was just a long tube. There was no way of exiting it other than coming out the other end. Everything that was told afterwards was told by two survivors. Two men who jumped out of the train before it entered the tunnel. Why did they jump out of the train? Ah, yes, Uh, patience, my young grasshopper. Everything was searched. Nothing was found. Not a trace of the train, just these two men. And this is what was gathered up from them. Once the train entered the tunnel, black smoke and a white fog started surrounding it. Once they saw that, they jumped off because they'd also heard an unclear humming sound. Still, the jump was the last thing they remembered. All right. Does the story continue or... Yeah, I know you want to be the winner, but honestly, don't be so eager. I have more to tell. Hmm. <clears throat> so that's only the main part. The strange part comes later. So the tunnel was closed because of what happened, and it was also bombed in World War II. So that was it for its career. But, here's where the fun begins. There are records from medieval monks in Medina who saw a train. Exactly like this one, with passengers in it. Medieval
0: monks from Medina? Medieval as in a period where trains didn't exist?
1: Yeah, I told you it was good. The reports from the monks were held in the records of the Sagino family. What's important here is to know that one of the two survivors was a Sagino himself. Also, in the 1840s, there was a report of the train being seen in Mexico. A psychiatrist left notes that contain information about 104 Italians who were all admitted in a hysterical state. They were dressed strangely, and they claimed that they were traveling from Rome by a Zanetti train. Zanetti being the company who owned the train. One passenger even had a cigarette box from 1907. Of course, they were thought to be insane, and there were no further records about them. Wait, wait, wait. So, when did the train leave Rome? What was the
0: year? It was 1911. Ah, you failed to mention that. So, it disappeared in 1911, but has been seen decades before, and there are
1: records of it appearing centuries before? Oh, yeah. Precisely. Wow. Continue, please. So, there's another sighting. In Europe, in 1955, Ukraine, a signalman saw it. He said that it was moving without making a sound and without anyone in the cabin driving it. He gave a description that was the same as the Zanetti train. Now, this sounds very peculiar and strange, almost unbelievable, I admit. But... But there might be a scientific explanation. Oh, please. This I must hear. No, no, no. Don't mock. Just listen. So some believe that all the railroads in the world form some kind of web that has its own magnetic field. The trains are, in this scenario, electric conductors between the natural magnetic field of the earth and that of the railroads, right? Therefore, a conflict between these two creates a fracture in time with holes. And this is based on Einstein's theory of relativity and the definition of distance by that guy. uh, That guy, what's his name? Minkowski. Oh, yeah, 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 him. So these fractures are called chronal holes. The additional info is that before the train left its station, there was an earthquake where the trail was. Therefore, there's a theory that the crust fracture beneath the mountain created a time anomaly at the entrance of the tunnel. You can sort out the rest. In simple words, it was traveling through time. All right. Of course, this was all dismissed as an urban
0: legend. How is it better than my story, then? You just made it all short and whatnot.
1: Because it is. But how? Eh, I just told it better, honestly. Says who? Ah, It doesn't matter. What matters is that in my story, there's some kind of possible explanation that can keep you guessing.
0: Yeah, the theory of going through time. Better than your disappearing plane and the theory of nothing. Uh, The viewers will decide. Yes, they will. Don't get your hopes up, because I think my plane story was awesome. Sure it was awesome, but
1: mine is awesomer. That is not a word, but sure. All right, folks, you decide. Which story do you like more and which one sent chills down your spine? And
0: be honest. Jokes aside, we can take it.
1: Yeah, we'll be honest.
0: He can take it. I am so going to enjoy my win. (laughs) Ha, you wish. You know what? Your story is creepier because of the stench creeping from your mouth. Ah, now we're getting personal again.
1: (laughs) Ha ha, I see. Hey, I'll show you personal. And if you need some material for fading out? Come over here and
0: we'll uh, we'll talk about it maybe. I'm telling you,
1: man, I had the much better story. (laughs) Now, it doesn't matter what you think. (laughs) Come on, admit it. It was great. Everyone loves it. Okay, you've had enough, haven't you? Bye. All right, I guess we'll have to figure it out enough.